Hey, ringers. Here we are. This is Dan. Yeah. So, guys, we are starting off this episode a little bit different than usual, as you can probably already tell. Um, with everything going on in the world right now, Dan and I thought that maybe um, we just want to share a very simple but honest conversation with you guys about everything that's going on. Yep. Dan made a very good point just now in that uh, a lot of the conversation surrounding this COVID-19 coronavirus situation is pretty heavy. Um, heavy. And yeah. obviously, we're going to be surrounding our conversation about what how that's affecting our worlds right now. But um, in the spirit of who Dan especially is and who I am, <laughs> uh, we want to keep things overall positive for you guys because we think maybe yep. that's what you might need right now. So. Yep. If you want, um, I'm drinking a nice thing of hot tea, which I just shared tastes like a candle, but I am still here for it. So grab something that's going to fill your soul and uh, join us for this conversation. Yeah, I want to start with something. Um, and and like, you know, hopefully maybe this is like a, a low point for in the in like the heaviness situation. But like everybody's talking about, uh, you know, other past pandemics. Right. And I think that's the key past pandemics right past epidemics pandemics pandemic yeah um right pandemic of 1918 uh was that spanish flu where just in philadelphia alone it was like several hundred thousand people died right over the you know hundreds of millions of people died you know i'm thankful that we can talk about that as being in the past and thankfully you know we're we're hopefully on the the you know, the forefront of this, we've got, you know, organizations telling us what to do and how to do and how to combat this. And the point I'm trying to make is that there are other things that have that have happened, right? Swine flu, Spanish flu, all these things, right? But they're in the past. This one feels so heavy because, you know, it's just shared in media. It's it seems like it's we're trying to get ahead of it. And there's provisions that are, you know, are just affecting so many people. So the thing I want to remind you is that we all will get through this all, like it will happen and at some point we will look back maybe it's a year maybe it's five years you know we'll look back and be like oh my gosh do you remember that craziness that affected our industry that affected our economy that affected us that affected everything right but at some point we will look back and it you know it will be scary or it's scary right now but at some point we will look back and say whew we are stronger because we got through that or whatever so hang in there it's gonna be great Right. And I think on that note, uh, we, we have to start this entire conversation off by telling you guys that we are truly in um, unprecedented territory right now. As Dan said, we've gone through uh, different pandemics before. And I mean, even huge life events, things like 9-11, things that have really shook um, a lot of people to their core. And not to say is this is different, but this is new territory in the sense that so many things are being affected across the globe at the same time. So with that said, um, Dan and I are currently recording this as of Thursday, March 19th. We are well aware that things are changing quickly and escalating quickly. Uh, we are not medical experts. experts. We're not health experts. We're not legal experts. Um, 
we are we can't give you guys any advice about what you should do in these situations. We also cannot predict the future. Um, everything that we're going to be talking about in this conversation uh, involves a, probably a lot of what ifs and maybe a little bit of our personal opinions. But otherwise, we're just here to give you support through what we know is a very difficult time for for a lot of us right now. So. Yep. And we're going to we're going to stay away from um, numbers and projections and escalation and all that stuff. We're going to stay away from politics. We're just we're just talking about, you know, the feels of it all. Wouldn't it be so weird if we if we did get really like all of a sudden super political and like, <laughs> I bust out a bunch of like medical charts? Yeah, that, that would. Well, maybe a spreadsheet, but. I you could, could see probably that bring a, a medical spreadsheet. <laughs> no, that is very oh, true. <clears throat> yeah. No, we're going to do what we do best, and that is is talk with you guys. Uh, talk with you guys through this. Share some things that uh, might help you. Um, keep a, keep an optimistic look on the bright side. Um, but yeah, and I, I do want you guys to know, so Dan and I both have families. Um, we, because we work in the event industry, that everything is on hold right now. And we're well aware that we need to do everything we can to continue showing up for our couples, but also our families. Those are both of our main focuses right now. Not that you guys are not, but if there is any delay in us getting out future episodes of the podcast, at this point, we hope there isn't. But I just wanted to put that out there that right now we are trying to take care of those things first and foremost. Um, it is now a great time to go back and listen to any past episodes. Uh, in fact, yep. if you want to send us some of your favorites, that is always super, uh, super uh -huh. awesome for us to hear. But I did want to let you guys know that uh, if yep. we go quiet for a little bit, know that it's because we just need to take care of something uh, yep. that's a little bit more urgent right now. Yep. I feel bad saying that, but... No, that's, that's okay. Is. I mean, yeah. I think everybody's I think everybody's in a similar situation. You're taking care of your own. Um, and we're, I mean, it might be a little hiccup now, but like I know I, I know there are couples who are planning weddings for next year and that I'm still booking and talking to people. So like, yeah. you know, uh, people are, are still booking for next year and looking at it, it. It really affects the people over the next couple of months who have got weddings going on right now. You know, you guys are in the line of fire and, um, you know, I think I think one of the things we do need to talk about is kind of where we're at as of like CDC announcements and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, and you know, CDC is obviously a, a national organization, um, and but some of your local uh, ordinances and and um, mandates from your governor and things like that they're going to come into play. But um, so as of March fifteenth, twenty twenty, the CDC officially recommended the cancellation of weddings in the United States for eight weeks. So they recommended that it's technically not mandated, although it might be in uh, certain areas of the country and your state and counties and stuff. But um, so that's for eight weeks that they recommended canceling weddings or until about mid-May. Yeah. And basically, as of the last update that I saw, um, the most recent thing I've seen is that um, March 16th, the government mentioned that gatherings of 10 people or more uh, would be considering um, mass gatherings. Uh, and that would mainly apply if you're in an area that has even minimal spreading of the virus. So that is yep. according to the CDC. Obviously, like I said, things are changing. Dan and I are not experts on any of this. Um, this is just what we seem to be um, seeing, in fact, as of yesterday, most of the courthouses were either closed 
or closing by the end of day today in our area, which means couples are not able to get marriage licenses. So this is definitely, this is not just a blip on the radar. This is definitely having a lot of effect on our sweet couples who are getting married, including you guys. So Mm -hmm. this is where I think I want to share with you guys that you are allowed to be whatever you are at this situation. You're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to be confused as many of us are. Angry. Angry. Yeah. Because this is a sucky situation. And obviously it is incredibly terrible for those that are getting sick from this and passing or knows of those that are. But if this is affecting you in a way where your wedding is being affected, I know weddings in the grand scheme of it all, like compared to somebody's life, okay, maybe you feel like, okay, but is it that big of a deal? It is a big deal. It's a it's something that you've been planning and preparing for and saving for and thinking about for a very long time. So you're allowed to have your feelings. You're allowed to mourn the what could have been or, or whatever it is. But once you're ready to move from that, that's where we want to have this conversation with you about maybe um, a way to do some mindset shifts yeah. and and turn this into um, the best situation that it possibly could for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <clears throat> this mind shift, mind shift thing, I think, is is something that you really own a lot and you've actually helped me with many times. Um, and it's this idea of shifting from you know, that you get to do or you have to do something to get to do something, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, why don't you explain it a little bit? (laughs) So there is, um, there are many times in our lives where we just feel like, oh, I have to da 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 da. Um, For me, it's like, oh, I have to go to the store for groceries because I hate going to the store to get groceries. I don't know why, but it's just something that I feel (laughs) is a pain in the butt. In in the current situation, man has that shifted entirely, right? But instead yeah. of thinking um, on the days where I'm able to be like, okay, Danielle, we got to get the groceries done. Instead of thinking I have to go to the store for groceries, let's think instead like, okay, today I get to plan meals that are going to support my family's well-being. I'm going to go to the store and and knock that out. Just switching from the idea of I have to do something to I get to do something is one of those mindset shifts that could really, in a very minor way that you don't even realize lift your soul a little bit yeah uh same thing i feel like you know we we kept our kiddos home for a couple days before uh before the actual call came out they had to close schools and all that stuff in pennsylvania and um those first couple days i was i was irritable i was i was angry i was upset i was like i have a business to run i need to focus on this like my you know my kids are going to distract me from that and after like two or three days I was like, wait a second, like I, I found like a, like a rhythm, right? Like I was like, I, I get to be home with them. Number one, like it's a true gift that I'm self-employed and that I work from home and that it, like I can just hop in my office during nap times or whatever and get some work done, right? Like other people have, you know, other circumstances where they can't just be home. So I'm like, I'm looking at these situations saying, okay, well, I, I get to be home with my kids. I get to have fun with them. I get to play a little bit. And, um, I read something today that was like, you know, 
this is like a forced rest. So many of us are running around crazy and being upset and like wishing we had more time with our family and wishing we had more time for like little projects we wanted to do around the house. It's like forced rest. So rather than me saying like, oh, I have to be home with my family. Oh, I have to be home with, you know, this or that. No, I have to figure out what to do with these couples. Like, no, no, no. I get to serve people better. I get to be home with my family. I get to have opportunities to rise to the occasion of all the things that I talk about with my couples about being there for them and helping them and being a trusted advisor, you know, how crappy would it be if in their time of need that I couldn't just rise to the occasion and be a human? Um, and it's all of those little things, right? Like now I'm looking at my business thing like, okay, well, I, I get to have some free time where I can brainstorm and like think about my business, all these little get to things, you know, maybe that's, and we're going to get into this a little bit more, but like, you know, whether you have to postpone or cancel or whatever that looks like, you know, maybe you now get to do a little DIY project that you wouldn't have gotten to do if it was, you know, next, next month or whatever. I don't know. Like there's, you, you, there's silver linings. Right. And I love this idea. And this is all Danielle that she's helped me with so many times. Like I said, that you can now find some things that you get to do now, rather than the fact that you have to postpone or you have to cancel or whatever. Right. The way we talk to ourselves matters so much. And um, this is one of those times where I think making this little shift can can really improve your overall day. Right. Because you're allowed to be angry, like we said, but eventually we want you to come out of it and we want you to start the healing process through this and um, and show up and and be your best self possible for sure. uh, a friend of mine, actually Amber Anderson, who was on this podcast before, she kicked off season seven with me while Dan was away, uh, where we talked about um, the idea of your marriage being more important than the wedding. Um, she shared and has shared often that your wedding is a it was a really big life event and and it's a really big deal. and And the hope is always that you have more big life events throughout that time. In this current chapter of life, I know that your wedding feels like the biggest deal ever. Um, But there are couples who have faced problems like this and much, much worse. Um, And they've come out the other side eventually. You know what I mean? They're not, um, you know, completely thrilled with how everything may have shook down with how their wedding unfolded. But they came out the other side often stronger from it. And this is where I think it's a good time to look at those couples. I mean, Dan, we had done an episode so early on back in season one about three three couples or two couples whose weddings were very much impacted, one by a hurricane, one by a blizzard. And years later, now they can kind of look back at it and be like, yeah, it was so stressful in the time, but like we did it and we came together and we rallied and we did what we had to do to kind of make it happen. So... My hope is that this is not the last or, like I said, only big life event that you have. Um, and I don't know if this um, if this helps you to know that, but know that this is something that you'll eventually look back on, you know, as, as stressful yep. as it is right now. And Amber, that's something that Amber talks about a lot is that there are couples that go through this experience all the time. Um, I think the reason it feels so big right now is everybody is going through it at the same time. So there's a lot of like commiserating going on and that's helpful sometimes, but then we have to like come out of it and, and turn it around a little bit. Yep. I think we should get into a couple things because I know I've got uh, a lot of couples asking me questions and, and wondering um, about, 
certain aspects of their wedding. And I know you as a planner uh, are getting even more questions and, you know, doing all kinds of things for your couple. So I think we should, the elephant in the room is, is what that if they should cancel or postpone their wedding, especially if their wedding's in the next two, three months, right? That's the number one question. Yeah, a hundred percent. And fortunately this is where no one can really give you this answer, but you. Dan and I stand by the fact that you should 100% follow the laws and the rules that are being put in place by the CDC and your local governments mm-hmm. and anything that you have that just needs to happen. Um, Dan, I think you had said there's what happened out in Jersey. Yeah, there was. So there's an actual mandate um, that uh, gatherings, I think it's a 50 people or more are just prohibited. Um, and in New uh, Jersey right now. In New right? Jersey, yeah, okay. in New Jersey. It actually might just be a specific county, but okay. I think it's the whole state, I think. Okay. Um, uh, but I just read an article about it that, um, you know, the police had to show up and, and literally break up a wedding at like 8 p.m. Um, maybe it was enforcing a curfew. Maybe it was uh, something. But like, yeah, they, they went to the venue managers and the staff and, and everybody had to disperse. And I don't think there was an issue, but like, you know, I, that's got to suck for that couple to kind of like be in the middle of the their day and then have to hear that you've just got to leave or get canceled or whatever. Um, it's, it's going to be something that you have to decide, right? Like, um, you know, or do you want to cancel everything and do a little elopement, um, you know, on the, on the day that you're supposed to get married and still get married on that day and then have, you know, a, try to postpone and work with all your vendors and everything to do something next year. Uh, you know, what, what's it going to look like for you? Mm-hmm. I think from what I'm seeing is on the whole, vendors and venues are coming together to rally and do yep. as much as they can to to make it happen for the couples. Um, there's a much bigger conversation here about contracts and legalities that I don't know how much you and I, Dan, really want to get into. Um, yeah. I think this is a place to know that your vendors that you're hiring, most of them are small business owners who are, as we said at the beginning, this is unprecedented territory. So we're all trying to navigate this in the best way that we know how. And many of us are learning things as we go. (laughs) And on the go, we, we have to, because this is a situation that we've never experienced before. So we're really doing our best. So, have these conversations with your vendors, um, with your team in place, have these conversations with your venue, because we get that it's not an easy decision. We get why you're in the place that you are, that you need to be making this decision. So know that you and your guest's health is a number one most important. We want to do everything we can right now to stop this situation from spreading any further and perhaps postponing or canceling your wedding uh, if it's happening soon might be the best decision for you to make, but only you can really make that decision um, based off of everything that we know so far. Yeah. Um, Let's talk wedding insurance. Oh, good. (laughs) I really haven't (laughs) talked about this much over the last week. (laughs) Okay. I am not an insurance provider. Dan is not an insurance provider. We do not offer insurance policies. The end. So, Wedding cancellation insurance is a really tricky policy, right? Because there are certain things it covers, there are certain things it does not cover. If you were a couple that um, opted to get wedding insurance before all of this happened, um, now is a good time 
if your wedding is coming up very soon to get on the horn with your insurance provider and figure out what your policy does and does not cover. I would not make any assumptions right now. I would not go off of anything that you're reading on the internet. Um, My couples have different policies with different companies. What one company is saying, the other company is saying the complete opposite. So there is no one clear answer to all of this. The only clear answer that we seem to be knowing right now is that If you attempt to get a policy now, if you did not get a policy yet, that policy is not going to cover anything to do with the coronavirus in the same sense that if you were living somewhere and you were in the middle of a hurricane and you tried to call (laughs) to get hurricane insurance for your house, nobody will give you that hurricane insurance as the hurricane is coming towards you. So that's where (laughs) all that comes from. But if you have questions, um, definitely give them a call. If your wedding is not in the immediate future, I would say to maybe give it a week or two because they're getting inundated with phone calls right now. So have a little bit of patience um, as they do their best to help everybody that they are helping. Um, But please don't assume, call and ask because there's a lot of really misleading information online and you can't go off of what one person's experience is or or isn't, so. Okay, so I want to talk about postponing because I am suddenly very good at knowing how to postpone a wedding because <laughs> I have gone through boot camp this week of um, the boot camp of wedding postponements. Yeah. So <clears throat> there are definitely some things that I learned along the way. I'm not saying that anybody should or shouldn't postpone their wedding. Uh, I kind of want to share with you guys some tips on what I found worked really well that once my couples made the decision to postpone their wedding, uh, I hit the ground running. So, uh, Dan, have you had couples postponing? Yep. Okay. Yeah, and have I... those were those couples talking directly with you? Were they working with a planner, a little bit of both? Uh, they were working, they primarily worked with their venue first. Um, that was like the number one thing they were working with their venue coordinator, not the, this particular couple doesn't have an actual wedding planner. Okay. So if you guys are so lucky to have a planner and I very much hope you do now more than ever, um, hopefully they're going to help you through the process once you've made the decision on what you want to do for my couples in particular. And this is for my couples where we're just offering wedding management services up to the couples that we're doing full planning services. I'm I'm doing everything I can to help every single one of my couples, regardless of what level of service um, they have with me. Obviously, all planners are going to um, you know, navigate this their own way through it. But if you have a planner that's on board, make sure you're having a conversation with them, keeping them in the loop. Communication is going to be so key right now. Um, and listen to how they think is the best way to approach it once you've made the decision as far as getting everybody on board, all of your vendor team, because it's a lot of people to bring together. Now, if you um, are going to be tackling this yourself, you're gonna do just fine. You're gonna do this <laughs> and, it's, and it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be a lot of like emailing and phone calling, right? But you're gonna be able to yep. get through this. So if your wedding does not fall within this eight week time frame that the, the CDC most recently gave, um, know that many venues and vendors are giving priority to those couples right now. And I've battled with whether I agree with that or not. Um, Dan, I don't know what you feel on it. Um, But the idea is that we're we're working with limited resources right now. And our couples that fall within this eight-week time frame are 
um, essentially the the decision whether or not to postpone or cancel is, is being taken away from them. They just have to because the venue's closing. They're not allowed to operate. It right. is what it is, depending on where they are. So those couples are getting um, sort of first dibs on rescheduled dates. Yep. So I, <laughs> I don't know what camp I'm in right now, but I can also make the argument that if you are looking to postpone sooner rather than later out of like to, to kind of like mitigate some risk, maybe you yeah, should be allowed to do that. But I don't know. I, I, I still don't know where I stand on all of it. I've gone back and forth uh, so many times. It's tough. It's tough because like you and me, we have a finite number of weekends that were available. Right. Um, and so a couple who's like in this eight week period and desperately needs to re- like they like they must reschedule they must postpone they must whatever um uh like they the, like you said the decision is being taken away from them so they have to do it so if you choose to postpone know that like you might not get first dibs because like that's your decision you could keep it there you could wait closer but it, i know that sounds kind of insensitive to say that but like there's there's like a I know there's a balance that we're all trying to find to this, right? Right. Um, and if 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 you have the the choice to be able to say like, oh, maybe I'll hold out a little bit, uh, and and wait till it's closer, or I don't know, it's it's really tough. Yeah, someone likened it to me to uh, our like our medical situation is that you know there's a limited number of of medical resources available to us, and right now we need to allocate those resources to those that need it most, and if those that are lower on the on the on the need scale of of needing it um, are taking the place to those of those that need it more. That's where the imbalance comes into play. So that's where um, right. uh, that doesn't mean you can't have these conversations or ask. I'm not saying that. Uh, what I'm saying is, if you're being met with the reply of "We need to take care of our April and May couples first right now," know that they're just working with limited resources and trying to navigate it as uh, in as much of a fair way, I guess, as they see fit. Yeah. Yeah. So as Dan yeah. said earlier, <laughs> yeah, right. As Dan said earlier, um, if you do make the decision to postpone the wedding, hundred um, percent start with your start with your after your planner start with your venue because um all of your vendors are very important to all of this and you have made the you've put in the time and effort to talk with each one of them and select them and get excited with them uh and it's not to say that any one vendor is more important than the other but your venue is sort of the keystone to all of this because unless you're planning and ready to switch to an entirely different venue location uh, which will be hard, not impossible, but definitely hard. Um, yeah. you, you need to know what your venue's availability looks like first and foremost. Hmm. Yeah. And then after that, I mean, it, it goes back to what your priorities were, right? Like, uh, I think you need to think about what are those top three, you know, for many people, it's probably venue planner, photographer, mm. You know. I wouldn't say planners in there, honestly. I think it's 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 your food, your your photographer, and your entertainment. You know, that's I I don't think that that's not uncommon for sure. So I just being nice. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I honestly I, I think 
there's nothing wrong with sending out a short and sweet email once you start to say like, you know what, we need to look at what postponing might look like. Um, for many of my couples, I just sent out a short and sweet email to every single one of their vendors saying, hey, this is what we're thinking we may be doing. Um, what does your availability look like after we got the availability from the venue for you know, if a venue said we have this date, this date, and this date, we just presented those three dates to every single vendor and said, do you have any of these available? If so, please let me know which ones. Also, if you can let me know anything about your postponement policy, please right. share it with me now. Um, and from there, I just, you're going to love this, guys, but I made spreadsheets of who was and wasn't <laughs> available. And as people got back to me, I just kept updating that spreadsheet until we found a, a, a column that had as many of their vendors available as possible that worked for the couple. Yep. yep. So, yeah, I think it's um, definitely a good idea as you're reaching out to get a good idea of how they're handling postponements. Um, you've probably put down deposits for your date you've probably made payments depending on your vendors where you're at in the planning process it's okay to ask questions right now um, to get a better understanding of how how you can expect the the future to unfold as far as your relationship with them are is your if you need to, to, to postpone will your deposit transfer to a new date many vendors are but your vendor might say, unfortunately, no, we can't do that at this time. Um, there may be restrictions on to when you can postpone it to. It may have to be a mm -hmm. Friday or a Sunday, or it might have to be within a certain time frame. So um, will there be additional fees incurred? Is your um, Will your venue consider lowering the minimums if you're concerned about travel bans and your venue ha normally has a certain minimum of people that need to attend? Will they work with you on the idea that you, you know you're not going to be able to get all these people to attend. I'm not saying any right. vendor should or shouldn't do these things, but ask the questions. You know, mm -hmm. if you do it from a place of being polite and respectful, then that's key, <laughs> as yeah. always. Yes, very much key. Um, I think that you'll probably find, and I don't know if you're, you're seeing this or not, but there's probably a little more flexibility with postponing than canceling. Yes. Um, canceling adds a whole new set of terms and a whole new ball of wax, um, uh, especially when you're talking about small businesses and and livelihoods and, and all that kind of stuff, right? Right. So uh, Dan and I are small business owners. Uh, for our you ringers out there listening, I don't know what kind of jobs you have. Um, some of you may be really greatly affected by the situation at hand. Others may work in the medical field, in which case, thank you so much for everything that you're doing right now because you guys are, are having to show up and do some miraculous things for, for those that are sick and dealing with this. But you may or may not be affected depending on who your employer is uh, in, in a financial standpoint. Know that, like I said earlier, most of your vendors that you're working with are likely small business owners as well. And we are all being really affected by this because we plan our, our you know, if this is how we support our families. We plan our income based off of when you're making your payments for your weddings. And right now right. there are no, there are very few weddings happening over the next two months. So that income that many of us were expecting is now like, God. <laughs> so right. we're trying to navigate this from a place of understanding your situation and being as flexible as humanly possible. But know that if your vendor is sticking to their contract, it's because they need to stay in business long term to get to your postponement date. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. If if every single one of your vendors right now gave you a full refund on every last dime you ever paid, they and couldn't. they did that, and if they did that for every single one of their couples who are having this experience right now, this insanely unfortunate experience, they cannot stay in business. Is is my yep. bet? Unless there's some huge corporation. Mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to bet that most single person operations don't have, you know, like I know people who are postponing 20 weddings. You know, I, I, I right. don't know people, many people that have 12, what's that, $60,000, $120,000 if it's $6,000 a wedding times 20, you know, what's right. that, $120,000 right. um, plus taxes that are probably paid on that plus expenses that are probably already paid. Like there's a bajillion things out there that, you know, don't make it easy. Right, exactly. So I think as you have these conversations with your team of vendors, uh, definitely keep conversations, um, you know, light and but also transparent and courteous, because as much as you're going through a hardship right now, and we feel you, um, we're we are trying to do everything we can to continue serving you and all of our other couples as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And that might mean making some really hard decisions just like you are. And I'm not trying to take away. I don't want this to come across, Dan, like we are not sensitive to the situation because I think all of us are. Um, I'm just trying to share with you ringers um, the the other side of it, I guess, a little bit to know that we're we're really doing our best overall. So, yeah. And this is where it's important. It's why uh, we've talked before in many an episode, before all this even was a blip on the radar, that contracts are so important. Read your contracts when you sign them. Now is a good time to go back and check your contracts. What do they say? Um, I think on a whole, vendors are going above and beyond to to serve and help where they can. But if if you're being met with pushback or you're being told that the terms of your contract are being changed and something doesn't feel right there, I would say to look into it further, um, yep. whether that's consulting with a lawyer or whatever you're doing. But I'm definitely seeing as a planner, because I think I'm involved in everybody's communication right now, uh, I'm definitely seeing new clauses come through because vendors are kind of scrambling that if they didn't originally have it in their contract, now they're trying to say, this is our new clause. And uh, but it wasn't part of the agreement you signed. It, right. And I'm trying to watch what I fight because if I go back to their original agreement, if they don't go with this new clause, my couple's going to owe a whole lot more money. So I'm trying to I'm trying to help them navigate this in a way that makes sense for them. But yeah, yeah. if you're getting hit with, well, we actually made a new rule now. Go back to your original contract that you signed and agreed upon. And yep. check that first, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Okay, so let's operate on the assumption that most people are postponing, right? Like most people are not saying, you know, screw the wedding. Most people, I think, uh, at least what I'm seeing is we're going to find a new date. We're going to go to the fall. We're going to go to the next year when this is all, you know, we can all breathe the sigh of fresh air and it's all behind us. So let's operate on that assumption and talk about some some options to consider if people are postponing. Right. And Dan, honestly, everything you just said is like, hopefully by the fall or hopefully by next year. But guys, we don't know. Um, I have a couple that postponed their April wedding to July. Uh, I don't, we like, we just don't know if we're going to be quote unquote in the clear by then. I certainly, certainly hope we are for everybody's sake, but we we generally don't know. So when we say that stuff, we're just, we're we're thinking like long-term future is what we're saying. So yeah, 
Uh, but you might be in a situation where you you take the first step, you reach out to your venue, and your venue goes, sorry, we don't have any dates till next year. Do you want to wait until next year to, to get married? I don't know. Um, I do know that canceling could easily result in a huge loss uh, financially and mentally for you. Um, mm. It's a hard decision to make for sure. But you also may not want to plan everything again. Right. I mean, and canceling also means like if you cancel the current vendors that you're with, right? Like say, say the venue, right? Like if say the venue that you really want to be at, um, doesn't have any dates till next year and you want to cancel them and try to find something sooner, right? You're still canceling the contract with that venue and whatever that contract says for that venue is what you have to follow. You know, you right. signed it. Um, and if that says that they get to keep all the money, that might be what you have to do. Right. And that is, I think, also more for, so we're seeing venues do some interesting things in this moment right now. Um, and what I don't understand fully just yet, just full disclosure, is for the couples who are being forced to to not have their wedding, uh, I'm curious as to how venues are handling that because I'm definitely seeing some that are not handling it as well as I would like uh, in the yeah. sense. But but at the same time, if they don't have dates available, what are they supposed to do? I guess the idea is that you would pick a date other than a Saturday, which is prime date. Maybe do they have yep. Friday, Sunday dates? Maybe do they have a Tuesday, Wednesday? Like. Yep. keep that conversation that dialogue open that like what can we do what are our options here because we're in a contract with you you're we're it we're between a rock <laughs> and a hard place you know what i mean <laughs> right right it's it's really it hard be between a diamond and a hard place oh i see what you did there because diamonds are the hardest material in the world are they though is that still the case yep. i think so yeah pretty sure about that Hardest natural substance, maybe? Right. I don't know. Anyway, pretty sure anyway, that's it. We digress. So, some like, some like, like metallurgist out there is like, no! <laughs> I know, somebody's screaming at us. <laughs> Obviously, it's kryptonite or whatever. Carbonite. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like so uh, full disclosure, um, in our evening hours because there's not much else to do yet uh mike and i have been watching we got a disney plus subscription that we're really pumped yes. about because we awesome. love marvel well especially mike he loves marvel and i'm learning marvel and with all the iron man we've been watching i feel like there's some sort of like uh metal whatever that he references that is like indestructible but i can't think of Adamantium. it i want to say palladium i don't know Adamantium what is, he... is what wolverine is made out of that is not Marvel, Dan. Oh, that's DC. I know. Yeah. Duh. Everybody knows that. I just learned that. <laughs> I have a hard time separating DC from Marvel. Like Batman and Superman and Deadpool are DC and they're yep. like X-Men. But Marvel's like Iron Man and um, Thor. Thor and Captain and, America and Captain Marvel. And, yeah. Do you have a favorite? Do you favorite have a movie? Favorite? Uh, so or actually, like... one of the things that Rachel and I did a while ago is we actually went through and watched every Marvel movie in the order in which it would be in the universe, not how right. it was released in the order in which it would be in the universe. And that was before, um, I think, Avengers Endgame came out. So we watched Ooh. everything, like like months leading up to it, we watched everything, and it was 
amazing. Yeah. So good. Anyway. But do, so awesome. do you have a do you have like a favorite character throughout the series? Um, I mean, Iron Man's a cop out to say that, but like I, I love Iron so, Man just because so like. Yeah, I just like that he's a normal dude who's rich. Like that's why I like Batman because he's a normal dude who's rich and who just like wants to kick some butt, right? Like, um, or like wants to take on the bad guy. Um, I think yeah, I probably have to go there. I like uh, I like Thor for his. Um, Me too. Uh, his, <clears throat> what? <laughs> no, I like Thor for his for his uh, abs speech. No, not abs. Um, like I love it when, like Rachel, at one point, uh, we're getting totally off subject, but I think this is really funny. Uh, at a at a party one time, she bet me that I couldn't talk an hour like Thor, <laughs> so I just walked around going, "This mortal form has made me weak. I crave sustenance," <laughs> and like just ridiculous stuff. Or um, <laughs> you 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 humans are puny and tiny. <laughs> it's like really stupid stuff. Um. I love that anytime he like suits up, braids happen. Like he's like his beard gets French braided or his hair gets braided. Like that's talent. Yeah, I like Thor for his the way he speaks. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm excited for Black Widow, which who knows the state of if that movie is still coming out in May. But we're personally yeah, excited so for great. it. Hopefully. So anyway, I also like Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is really cool. Probably because I like Benedict Cumberbatch as much as I do. So yes, he's so awesome. How about the Sherlock Holmes uh, series? Best series in the whole world. Love him. Yes, okay. Awesome. So as we were saying, <laughs> and tangent over. I I can't even segue back into this here. Okay, so we were talking about weddings getting canceled. Hey, at least we don't live in like the Marvel universe where like our cities are all these crazy aliens are coming in yet. I guess I should say yet at this point, because who knows? But <laughs> anyway, so as you go through this, uh, I want to talk about some things that maybe you can consider to be like, hey, what else can we do to make this happen? Um, one of the things is we're seeing is that people are live streaming their events. So if they're still going through with it on a much, much, much smaller, smaller scale, if they're still able to in their area, um, is that they are bringing in a company to live stream it and let their guests watch and celebrate from afar. I think that's really sweet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think Love you it. can also still keep your wedding day what it was and maybe do a small elopement, just the two of you guys, and then throw a big party later once things have calmed down. Yep, I have one couple who that's, that's one of the things they're considering. They're just saying that like they're not sure if, uh, if they really want to bring people out who are immunocompromised or, or elderly or whatever uh, and they just want to they're thinking about canceling and postponing their wedding till next year but they still said that they want to keep their date um, they still want to they're like we don't want to wait to get married we, we're okay to wait to like have the party and all that kind of stuff but we don't want to wait to get married it's it's time for us um, and so they're just saying you know we're going to do like an adventure elopement um, I think one of the things they were talking about is, is you know still having me come along and just doing like a little a little thing uh, I think the most recent was um, like like one of those pontoon airplane boat things like oh, that cool. like lands on water uh, and I was like yes totally in let's do it um Shout out to Jenny if she's listening. Um, and yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm just, again, it's like one of those situations where all I want to do is just like, if I can do anything to make their experience, their planning experience, their whatever they're doing awesome and still have 
ability for them to, you know, have photographs of this like special thing that's even kind of different that might, you know, it's possible that there are negative feelings attached to this, you know, thing that's happening. But I think this is a situation where some people are saying, you know, um, we'll, we'll put off the big part of it. We'll put off the big party, uh, and whatever till another time when we can enjoy that, um, that experience of having everybody together, but we're also not going to let this whole thing ruin our experience. And we're going to do something just us because it's just us. We already live together. We're already quarantined and all that stuff. Um, and we're going to do it, you know, just for us and be married, you know? So I think people are fighting back in smart, thoughtful ways, um, you know, and, and not letting it completely ruin their uh, experience. Right. And I, I think like if it's, if it comes down to that, that date, means so much to you because it's a date you've been thinking about for a really long time and you can't pull anything together um you know there is nothing wrong with standing in your living room holding onto their hands and expressing your love and commitment to them like think about that like a thinking about it makes me get teary-eyed because i think it's a really beautiful thing but like we are having to cancel or postpone weddings because of this really terrible thing that's happening and people are sick from it. But if you're not and you're opting or having to or getting to postpone or cancel your wedding to keep your favorite people on this planet safe, think about that for a minute in the sense that A, it could be so much worse. You're still together with this person. You have these people in your life that you yes. you get to to be a part of and to get to love and to share these experiences with like that's a really wonderful wonderful thing and it still sucks <laughs> i'm not taking <laughs> that away but but like it, it i just go back to it could be so much worse and like if you need to just pause for a second and hang on to your partner's hands and just like tell them how much you love them, how much like you mean to them, like, and maybe that is your own internal private wedding date. Mm-hmm. You don't need a piece of paper for that. You don't. You don't need a, somebody to make it legal. It, like that's a big deal. And 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 I just, I'm sorry, you guys are going through this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Um. Yeah. This is a time, guys. Take care of yourselves. Um. If you're working remotely, try and stick to a routine. I know uh, as a person who's worked from home for a very long time, it's really hard <laughs> to stick to a routine. <laughs> yeah. Do your best. Get in your exercise. Yeah. Get your rest. Drink your water. Especially get rest. So important. And uh, refocus on the positive. Dan, has there been anything that you've been doing these past few days? Because obviously, uh, you know, life's on its head right now to kind of refocus on the positive. <laughs> kind of funny you say that i've just been letting things happen however they want to i just it is what it is right like like i'm giving myself a whole lot of grace right now there's no time to exercise for me like you know it's babies it's babies from five o'clock in the morning until evening and then by the time you know everybody goes to sleep it's it's clean up from three kids being around all day and baby toys and four-year-old dolls and all that stuff um but it's uh you know i think the one thing that i'm doing is um like there are a couple times during the day where I will just like like maybe everybody's asleep and I'll just sit on the couch and I'll just drink my coffee for like a minute right I sit there with my like arms folded 
uh, or my like legs crossed and just like, just like breathe and take a sip of my coffee. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. Even if it's one minute, I'll let the quiet put things where they're supposed to be. Yeah. I've been uh, following the advice uh, of many people that I've heard, um, but recently uh, a wedding planner out in California, her name's Renee Dallow. She has been very much on this kick of uh, that we should make gratitude lists. And Mm. uh, as woo-woo as it sounds, I do not care. I think it is a really great thing to sit and write down just three things you're grateful for every day. Rachel Hollis actually talks about this as well, now that I I say that out loud. but That's not woo-woo at all. There's a whole know. bunch of a whole bunch of science behind that. Uh, right, great, but I think uh, it feels like okay, and... what is writing this down really going to do? But it does help. It helps. It makes you focus on on the good things and the things that you are really thankful for. And I think it's awesome. If I can throw out a book that uh, is pretty helpful, it's called the Five Minute Journal. Um, if everybody's if you ever heard of that one, it's pretty awesome. It's a little gratitude thing. It's a five minutes in the morning, three three to five minutes in the afternoon. Um, or in the evening, right before you go to bed, you put it on your bedside table. Um, and it's literally like the same prompts, hundreds of them, I think a year's worth in this little book. Um, and it's awesome. And I can tell you, uh, now that I'm saying this, it's been probably a couple of weeks since I filled it out because everything's crazy and I'm not waking myself up. Babies are waking me up. Um, <laughs> uh, but I can definitively say that the mornings I was like on it for a couple months and the mornings where I woke up and had like five minutes of quiet peace time where I got to like think about what what I was happy about for that day and what my day would look like if I got these like three important things done that would make my day great. Um, and I would it just focused. And um, I think we could all use a little bit of that right now. So I think a great uh, a gratitude list is is on point. Yeah, 100 percent. And just guys go back to, you know, why are you getting married? What's 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 your reason behind behind all of it, right? Just simplify it down as much as you can and know that your guests are, are going to understand. This is not you suddenly saying, you know what, we realize we want like a fall wedding instead of spring and everybody changed <laughs> their plans. Like you don't have, for, for some of you, you don't have much of a choice right now and people are going to understand everybody is having to adjust right now. Every aspect of their life, they're going to have to adjust. I would certainly hope that they're not going to hold this against you because there's no way you could have anticipated this when you set your date a year ago, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And speaking of guests, I want to share actually, um, because I think it's, it's a lot of people are also asking like, how do we communicate with our guests about what's going on? Uh, I will say, I don't think you should say too much, uh, Uh, about what you may or may not be doing until you know for sure what you're doing. But one of our ringers, um, their name is Alex. They actually shared with us a letter that they're sending out to their guests. So Alex's wedding is taking place in August. And I think August right now, uh, you know, I think it feels like it's far away, but we just don't know how long all this is going to last. So I asked Alex if we could share this and they said yes. So this is the letter that they are sending out to their guests. So they say, dear friends and family, we hope you are all well and safe in these uncertain times. Given the COVID-19 outbreak, we wanted to reach out regarding our date wedding in city or venue, depending on where you are. So 
As of today, we are still planning on having our wedding as scheduled. However, we're closely monitoring the situation. We'd much prefer to stay the course, but our utmost importance is everyone's health and safety. So we will postpone the wedding if travel restrictions don't lift, people are required to be quarantined due to travel, or if it's simply too unsafe for large gatherings. We realize some of you have already booked travel and accommodations. If so, um, sorry, so if we do postpone, we will do everything in our power to help you sweet talk airlines and hotels into providing refunds, waiving change fees, though given the circumstances, we don't believe people will be, we or we believe people will be very accommodating. Please bear with us as we wait for more news. We imagine we should be able to make the decision in about a month's time, and we will let you know as soon as we do. In the meantime, stay safe, read, play, <laughs> breathe, and watch Frozen 2 love the couple have you watched frozen 2 yet eh? (laughs) a because i know Uh, we did (laughs) we we had we had a frozen day so obviously we have kiddos and rachel my wife is doing these amazing theme days so like the other day was just frozen day the day after that was under the sea day and we like you know watched ariel uh, or uh, the little mermaid and nemo and then yesterday was uh snow day and then uh today's sports day so we're just like just trying to find little things she's Um, such a good mama yeah she's so awesome. awesome Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, we're all doing our best here right now, that's for sure. But going back to this letter, I thought um, I, I just thought it was really great. If if people want to um, use that, I'll be sharing that in the show notes uh, that we're going to be putting up. But um, it's okay to also say, you know, if if a lot of people are asking you questions, come up with a canned response, like something along yep. the lines, like, "Hey, we're taking it one day at a time and figuring it out. We'll keep you posted as soon as we know more. Stay safe. Love you. Done. You know, Done. like it's 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 okay." Um, once you know if you're postponing, you can send out like a, if you're postponing it farther out, send out a switch the date as opposed to a save the date or a save the new date. Uh, if you need to collect new 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 RSVPs right away, go for it. If you can wait, I would say definitely wait. I don't think anybody really knows much of what's going on right now with their, their own personal lives, but... <laughs> uh, I do think it's a good time to have a wedding website so you can communicate there. If you need Facebook to text... Group. Email. I think a Facebook group is brilliant right now because yep. people can get updates when they're ready to get updates, uh, and it's a great way to share. But yeah, moral of the story is I th- they're going to be understanding of your situation. They they totally get yeah. it. So, um, and I think keeping some lightness in it, like they had in the meantime, stay safe, read, play, breathe, and watch Frozen Two. Like that's that's what people need right now, for sure. Now yeah. more than ever. So, yeah. uh, anything else you want to add, Dan? Um, just that, you know, at some point we're going to look back and be like, wow, that, you know, that changed our lives. That had a huge impact. Um, but I think there will be a normal that we get back to, um, and just hang in there, everybody, you know, well, it's going to pass, you know, there were plenty of things, horrific accidents and, and times of history that were heavy and crazy and we're still here. We're still going to be living through it and we'll still be okay. Yeah. And we're going to have your back throughout the whole process. So hang in there, friends. Yep. All right. Hit us up if you have any questions. Um, we're here for you guys. Yeah. Dad or dad. Dad, do you have any dad jokes? <laughs> dad jokes. Yes, I do. Actually, I have a, uh, <laughs> I have a, uh, a COVID-19 joke. No. <laughs> but not like a, not like a bad one. Um, okay. So, yeah. I think it's kind of funny. Uh, it's an eye roll one. So I guess uh, I guess if we're all quarantined, we're just going to be telling inside jokes the whole time, aren't we? <laughs> I'll approve that. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's all right. All right. Stay safe, friends. See you guys.